Patrick Paolini, the Prolini perspective, the Polini perspective. What do we get? Are we getting close to episode 200? We're at what? One? Are we at 180 something? Oh, I don't know. I got to check. 200 episodes. 200 episodes and we haven't grown a lick. I mean, isn't that amazing? You know, and we're still doing it. It's awesome. <laughs> That's you know, kind of like working though. out. It's kind of like working out every day and gaining five pounds. You know, we're, we're, do, we're, we're putting in the work. We're putting in the effort. The results aren't what we had hoped. But you know what? We're still doing it. We're still getting up. We're Years. still getting up and working out, right, Sarah? Years. Yeah, right? It's, it's good for our heart. That's about it. That's, that's if we, about listen, it. If, if we feel good about – and you know what? We're still we're both still getting paid, right? As of right now at 9.35 a.m. Yeah. on a Tuesday, that could change. But um, – It's awesome. Your check's clear every two weeks, and I love it. <laughs> I know. I, st- I can't believe – so you're still – you're uh, – I hear uh, I have a key card is back. I cannot believe. I mean, it is funny. I was thinking. By the way, have you been in the new building with your key card? No, I don't even have a new key card. So this is a false advertising podcast? Completely. And who is it that I was interviewing the other day? By the way, you need to at least come in once to see if your key card works because to make this podcast legit. I got it. I got it. I'm waiting. uh, I'm waiting for the podcast studio to be finished. The other week, some talent texted me. They go, oh, are you in the podcast studio? It's it's done. Bill Byer, you know, we got to tell Bill Byer to get it going. Look, I cannot believe it. I think I've been a contributor for you for like 11 years now. That's amazing. I cannot believe it. I, I, I actually was shocked amazing. the other day. I thought, wow, this is the longest job I've ever had. <laughs> anyway. I'm not sure what's more amazing, that you've been hot, employed for 11 years or you've survived for 11 years. I know. Well, I guess it's the same thing. One or the other. Or uh, haven't implode, imploded, right? Uh, look, I'm shocked. I, I had a moment. I was like, I cannot believe we're on key card season two. But anyway, it'll be coming out soon. I can't wait to see what you think of the interviews. Um, I'm sure it'll be great. So where do you want to start? I mean, tons to talk about. Tons to talk about. Aaron Rodgers. Where, where are you on the Aaron Rodgers thing, by the way? He's an idiot. Really? You think that? I don't think. I don't believe you really think that. Oh, I 100% believe that. He's an idiot. He's he's he's. I think he's selfish. I think he lied. I, you know, we could debate whether there should be mandates in the NFL, but to me, that's not really the issue. He misled. He left out information and uh, he hurt his team. And again, not to say that if he was vaccinated, he could have still tested positive, but at least it wouldn't have been, you know, seen as some sort of, you know, scam i guess um you know he's the leader of the team you know it, it just the, the whole off season where he you know he it, it clearly seemed he didn't want to be in green bay it looked like he wanted a trade they couldn't work out the trade uh you know the team i believe was seven and one entering that game okay against the chiefs test positive i mean his his excuses seem lame yeah, listen, I, I think at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers is all about himself. He doesn't talk to his family. And again, I'm, you know, listen, there's a we lot of We don't know issues. him, right, right. Right, F- family, family issues go both ways. But um, I don't know. I'm just, I'm like. He's been blasted. Blasted by Terry Bradshaw, Howard Stern. I wish, I wish the backup Jordan Love had played really well. He didn't. He was terrible. Yeah, that <laughs> was game was terrible. hard to watch. Yeah. And by the way, do you see where his family, so, you know, obviously his mom, uh, I think it was his mom and his sister or brother. I can't remember who was at the game. They they put him in the last row 
of Arrowhead Stadium, the Chiefs Stadium. They were at the top, top <laughs> last row. <laughs> wow, I guess no uh, preferential treatment for uh, even the backup quarter- quarterback. Listen, All right. the, the, the entire unvaccinated argument mm-hmm. is completely phony. Okay, it's it's phony from the unvaccinated. Okay, they made it political. Certain politicians made it political. My body, my choice is a bunch of bull. Because your chances being unvaccinated of getting the disease are greater than the vaccinated. Certainly, you know, assuming you hadn't had COVID, and it's it's a pandemic that you could infect other people and i guess vaccines aren't perfect but at the end of the day the only reason most people are not getting vaccinated is because it became political it's not for religious it's not for health i mean there's a few of those cases but most of it is selfish political reasons yeah, I mean, it was pretty bad, I guess, that, you know, he lied. I think that's the biggest thing. I think if he had just come out and said, yeah. I, you know, I don't want to get the vaccine. I don't believe in it. I mean, people would Listen, have roasted I don't him think either Kirk, way. Like Kirk Cousins, quarterback, former quarterback for the Washington football team, quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, he's not vaccinated. He's been very public. He believes it's against his re- religious beliefs, uh, I believe. So Don't we still have uh, members of the Washington football team who aren't vaxxed? Yeah, there's, listen, the Philadelphia 76ers in the NBA, I think, have four people in COVID protocol because they're not vaxxed and they're testing positive. So for you, it's um, the lying, right? It's really, well, this story is really about me, the fact that he it's, misled it's, people. It, yeah, he yeah. misled. He, I believe in press conference he was saying, I'm immunized. Yeah. Whatever that meant. And listen, I believe in science, unlike a lot of people who say they believe in science and then make arbitrary rules not based in science. But. Natural immunity is real. I think if you've had COVID for a period of time, we don't know the exact length of time, depending on the severity of, of, of the COVID case you had. Yes, natural immunity is real. It's, 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 um, but as far as we know, he didn't have that, right? He was being treated, right. I guess, by some holistic yeah. thing to up your antibodies. Um, yeah. You know, which... well, enough with Aaron Rodgers, but yeah. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I agree. Listen, if he was up front, he tried to he tried to play both sides. Yeah, yeah, and, that was where he and and he got caught. And it's misleading. Uh, all right, well, let's move on. You want to talk uh, Joe Biden? You want to talk uh, school resource officers? You you kind of had texted me that, and I was curious why. Yeah, so that was we, you and I. You and I talked several weeks back prior to the Virginia election about Alexandria City who had to have an emergency uh, school council meeting and had to reinstate um, school resource officers because the violence in the schools and around the schools between gangs and individuals and fights, and I believe there was a stabbing, got so out of control that the teachers and students' safety was at risk, so they had to reinstate. Well, we are hearing, and when I say we, Fox 5, um, and working on it, that the violence in Montgomery County public schools is significantly increased. There was a stabbing at Blair High School yesterday. There was a stabbing 
in or outside Clarksburg High School. There was a major fight at a football game at Seneca Valley, which we discussed forced the Quince Orchard Northwest game to be played at 430 when it was more light out. Um, the Montgomery County Council has, you know, they they voted to get rid of uh, these officers, and I think they're paying the price. I don't know if you're hearing about it as much, so it's something that we're working on. But um, violence is increasing. Violence is increasing. Their plan's not working, and, you know, people are starting to really speak up. And, you know. Well, in Virginia. This, just, this just goes into that entire, like, Defund the police, and yeah, I get it. Well, whether whether they meant truly defund or not defund, it goes into this narrative, and then these actions, without doing the research, just because you feel it's politically correct to somehow get rid of you know uh, these school resource officers, um, people rely on them. People relied on them. We talked about this a year ago when this all started coming up. no one knows what's going on in the schools right now, right? That's the problem. And, you know, the number one, I believe, the, the, the Montgomery County stud, uh, School Council and Montgomery County Council, school superintendent and the county exec, the number one priority is to keep students and teachers safe. And then obviously education and all that stuff. And they're not doing a good enough job with that. Right. So I think eventually you're going to see them reinstate them. They're going yeah. to hold off. Uh, Councilman, I believe you pronounced the last name, Jawando, had he was the main one behind this. Okay. Um, and, you know, people are crushing him on Twitter right now. Uh, so we'll, we'll see where it goes. But um, I don't I don't know if the transparency is there from Montgomery County Public Schools as to what's really starting to go on in the various schools with the increase in in violence. So um, I think you're right. I bet slowly they will be kind of reinstated. And Glenn Youngkin's whole thing was he wants resource officers like in every school. I mean, it will be interesting to see if that happens. I mean, he was even saying elementary schools and then people were saying school resource, it would be so expensive. Um, But that was his big thing, at least one of his things with education in Virginia. So we'll see what happens uh, when he's officially sworn in as governor. But I, I think you're right. I mean, I think we, we've talked about it on the show, right? I mean, a lot of these decisions are made knee-jerk reaction. They they don't want the backlash. So they yeah. make them, and then, of course, they see they, arbitrarily, and then they see that they don't work. Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. I mean, listen, it's um, – you got to keep these kids safe in these schools or they're not going to show up. They're not going to learn, and they're going to be fearful. And you got you have to keep teachers safe, too. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a, it's a tough, yeah, it's a tough age. So stay, like you have so to stay tuned on that. Okay. Well, it sounds like Fox five is working on that. So um, let's, before we talk some other social topics, um, what about president Biden? Yes. Very low approval rating. President Trump is the only somewhere other between somewhere between 38. We've seen as low as 38. And I think the high is 45. I believe I've seen. Uh, so, you know, well underwater. President Trump's think, the only other so one. That- I, I saw that he has the second, yeah, next to Trump, the yeah. second lowest approval rating in recent years uh, for the president at this point, one year into his, his uh, 
almost one year into his term. Okay, but how do you feel? I mean, he did get the infrastructure bill passed, $1 trillion, the bipartisan bill. <clears throat> Not going to tax the billionaires, so, of course, you know, because they fund Listen, the I politicians. Think it, so I think the infrastructure bill will help his approval ratings because it's something that Trump talked about for, for several years and could not get done. Now, it was a little different because, you know, uh, Biden knew he had the House. And I do believe the 50 senators were on board for infrastructure. So but 69 senators, which is a huge amount. Voted for it. 19 Republicans came over. 13 House Republicans came over to vote for it. Uh, so I do believe that'll help him. But at the same time, I think the Build Back America bill is hurting him. It's a progressive bill. It's a Bernie Sanders bill. If it wasn't for Joe Manchin and Kristen Sienema, it would have been $3.5 trillion. It's now under $2 trillion. It's still a boondoggle. They're trying to lower the cost when I say they, the progressives, are trying to lower the course by saying they'll reduce the number of years of some of these, uh, you know, uh, social programs. So, you know, if the cost is making this up a billion a year for a particular program, instead of 10 years, they're saying, let's do it for five. It's still five billion. And at the end of the five years, no one's going to give up a free social program, free to them. And they'll add another five and it'll be 10 billion or more at that point. So it's, you know, it's, it's a, it's a false sense that they're trying to lower the cost of some of these programs. So, uh, you know, so when, you, where do you, th- what do you think of, of president Biden? Cause I mean, the stock market hit the 30,000, you know, in the Dow. Okay. I mean, so when Trump's stock market was through the roof, everyone said the, the president has very little to do with the stock market. Oh, right? okay. That's- exactly my point. That's what I'm saying. You would you would argue on no. this podcast when Trump was president, the economy no, was I great. Di- no, I wouldn't. The economy was strong. Someone rolled the tape. Go, go back. The economy is strong. Jobs are strong. Uh, manufacturing was strong. The, so pre-COVID, you said the same thing. The, the unemployment was at historic lows. The black unemployment was at historic lows. The female unemployment was at historic lows. The economy is cranking. We could debate all day long whether that was Trump policy or not, or timing was was ever. But it wasn't just the stock market. It was other factors. Now, Biden had a good jobs report last Friday. Uh, very good. I believe 543,000 unemployment, I believe, dropped to 4.3%. So yeah, there's a lot of jobs. Things, right? I, I just he's very disappointing as a leader right now. He just is. And I have liberal friends, believe it or not, <laughs> who who are as disappointed. In what way? In what? Afghanistan? Just, just, uh, what? Just everything. Just his his presence internationally, his leadership, his rhetoric, his vice presidential choice. She's nowhere. They're sending her off to Paris now. Like do you even see her anymore? Well, that like, might be by design, though, don't you think? I mean, why? I, I think that's why? kind of a strategic move. I, because I think, again, I don't know. I, I just from like she, listen, she's coming across as a complete lightweight, complete lightweight. Well, I think that's sort of their strategy is to be just quiet, quiet. You know, because I think they, they saw Trump. It was just set. You know, it became all about Trump. No, I think I they're. I, I I think the White House is. I don't want to say burying her. She's still the vice president. I just don't think, I don't think there's a lot of there there from a leadership standpoint. 
Um, so, you know, listen, I think the, I think it'll be interesting the next year, you know, depending on how this build back America bill looks in the end, where the jobs are, um, we'll see what happens in the midterms. Uh, you know, you still have a long way to go. You know, nine, 10, 11 months to the midterms. Uh, right now, it looks like the Republicans are poised to do well, but that can change. Um, he just, we've said this before, he's the president because he's not Trump. But if the Democrats think he's going to run for another four years, like, where's their bench? Do the Democrats have any bench? I don't think like, he'll run again. I mean, I, I like, do so, think. So, so tell me, who is a Democratic star right now? Hmm. That's a good question. They um, don't have one. Hmm. Newsom? No. He was recalled. He's struggling in California. You know, he, you know. The only reason he survived was because it was California, right? Yeah, right. And they didn't want a Republican. Andrew Cuomo's uh, a mess. Cuomo's gone. That's not going to happen. Um, be- be- Beto? I mean, no, may- he's I mean, never maybe, been able to get fire. Maybe Stacey Abrams is. But again, she didn't win Georgia. She's great behind the scenes. I, you know, is she great? Will she win? Will she run for governor in Georgia now? I, you know, I don't know. They they don't have like they <laughs> and you could debate whether the DeSantis's of the world are you know but you do have DeSantis you have Scott you have Hogan you have um, I can't remember her name right now she's very well thought of in South Dakota uh, you know so there are some names on the Republican side a uh, Yunkin you know listen say what you want about Yunkin I know he just only won Virginia but smart. Well, we'll see. Brandon. There's so no, I know. Again, I'm not saying for four years from now, but you have to look at him and say, okay, you know, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Problem is that for the Democratic Party, right? There's nobody that stands out as a moderate, right? It's just you know the 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 people that come to mind are the AOCs, the Bernie, the the so these extreme socialists that you know are not going to win. They're not, but they're the ones. Well, that, I mean, listen, does a mansion run? There you go. Well, maybe, maybe I'd say if anybody has like that. I mean, Manchin could win, you know, as a moderate, you know, uh, fiscal. Yeah, but it's it's hard because is the Democratic Party going to back him? They're not going to. Well, if it's him or DeSantis, they have to, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Or Trump. I I think they almost need, okay, this is like a bad analogy, but they need like this standout star like a Trump, but like that is sane you know like they need some <laughs> you know that's good i like that <laughs> because trump can't, no one took him seriously right until the primary and then it was like okay uh we got to get on board and then he did it right so i mean they, they almost need this like standout star yeah, that's I mean, if willing you look at the, if you look at the democratic primary from a year and a half ago it was biden and bernie pete Buttigieg. i mean Buttigieg, i mean I, listen nice he seems nice I like good guy pete. I don't know if he could win a presidential election, mm. but maybe. I don't know. Um, no, because you don't have anybody speaking to the moderate. You don't. You don't. I. I yeah, because they're, they're all afraid to, you know, they, they want to walk that fine line. But listen, it's try, It's like the Republicans have to walk the fine line between Trump and, you know, 
whatever the Republican Party is outside of Trump, the Democrats have to do the same thing. They have to walk that fine line between moderates and, you know, the squad and Bernie and not easy. Right. Um, But if you take the fringes out, I think the Republicans have more. You know who it is? Potential. It's if Eric Adams turns around New York City. You you have so your he, to me. He's like a Yunkin right now, right? So he's brand new. Right. Let's see what he does. But could be a viable candidate going forward, right? Totally. I mean, Yunkin is relatively young businessman. He'll have politics under his belt. He ran a good campaign. Granted, one state, Virginia, can't run again in four years. So, I mean, could be a vice presidential candidate coming from the state of Virginia. Yeah, yeah. If he does right? well, so, I think, yeah. He's in. You know, we'll see. Um, Santa Shunkin. Oh, my God. Okay, how about... Two, what, two white 50-year-olds. Oh. <laughs> how about... Basically the Republican Party. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Well, we're... All right. So let's switch gears. Let's talk Dave Portnoy for a minute. Because yes. this, this is this is something... I, you know, I, I wrestle with where I stand on this story. So Business Insider... And The Post actually just did kind of a breakdown of it, too, today... Um, Business Insider publishes a couple days ago an article essentially saying that these women were terrified of, you know, of sexual encounters that they had with Dave Portnoy. And then they put this story up up behind a paywall. So all I've read, I don't know, do you subscribe to Business Insider? I don't. I I don't. But I believe the article was published. There was or or portions of it were, I guess, that significant amount of it was published. I'm not sure exactly where I read it, but it was, but it was. Well, you read, okay. So you and I probably read everything that was online, right? So, Correct. you know, the disturbing part is that he allegedly choked some of these women. Um, you know, one woman left depressed. Uh, you know, another woman said she was videotaped against her will, you know, didn't know she was being videotaped. He started videotaping her during sex. So, uh, okay. How do you, I mean, I don't know. I have so many thoughts on this. What do you think? It's it's but but since then, the the a couple of things. Business Insider wanted to charge for this, did charge, tried to get subscriptions. Secondly, there's some debate as to whether they did in fact the the writer did in fact contact the Nantucket Police Department. They allege they were never contacted. Right. To, to discuss. There's never been any criminal charges ever filed or complaints against Dave Portnoy. I believe both females featured in the article both said they never felt like they were sexually assaulted. I think they're on record with that. So this reminds me of that Aziz on story, Ansari story years ago, which basically the woman was disappointed in the date and had sex with him and then he kicked her out. You know, I think I you mean, have to separate on, the, on these types of stories. I, I think you have to separate. There's, there's a lot here. So could he be a complete creep and yet be targeted in this? Right. So I I think it, there, there seems to be, and I've looked at a lot of articles on both sides. Obviously Portnoy came out very aggressive in his defense um, and, you know, laid out a whole detailed scenario in a video post about, you know, he knew who the women were. He went through the timeline, showed the the text in messages the article, and, in the article. There's only one side of the direct messages and he showed the other side that it made it kind of look like all the communication post encounter was fine. Uh, 
it looks like if you step back from it, it looks like there was a little bit of an agenda here from the reporter. Yeah. Was looking to do a negative story on Portnoy. Okay. Set out claiming there was just going to be a feature, but it seemed like there was a political agenda. Turns out, I can't remember the reporter's name if you want to look it up. Um, apparently, she like scrubbed her Twitter down to 135 <laughs> tweets. No. A, knowing. The, the stoolies, they call them, you know, the, the barstool uh, fan base, which is massive, was they were going to go after her. But also, I believe, as people found some, that they said she was very politically motivated, very liberal, anti-Trump. And we know Portnoy was a Trump supporter. Julia Black is her name. She's she's the writer on it. Julia yeah. Black. There's also some questions on the CEO of the of Business Insider. He, he can't apparently uh, be involved in securities because of some prior violations, I believe, allegedly. Oh, yeah. I've read, yeah, I read this. I didn't verify it to be. <laughs> it's, in, it's verified in the post. I mean, he's banned okay. by the SEC from okay. ever so trading there, again. It looked because like there of... was some what's called puts on. So Penn Gaming. Barstool owns a piece of Penn Gaming, a significant piece. Uh and their stock dropped 35% the day the article came out. So they waited to the earnings, the day of the earnings for Penn Gaming to release this article, which dropped the stock. And it looked like there were some so-called insiders, no pun intended with Business Insider, who were, you know, making money on the fact that the stock dropped 35%. And again, this is all in various articles not sure it's all you know did you see to tim dylan you know the comedian i love tim dylan who i've met in real life he he basically also says a reporter from business insider contacted him and said hey if you were wondering why the story never came out that i was working on about you it's because they killed it because it wasn't a hit piece yeah and i thought they tried to do a hit piece on tim dylan i thought that was very yeah Now, listen, that doesn't all that doesn't mean that Portnoy is the nicest guy in the world with women. And, you know, you know, no is no. And, you know, a consensual encounter can turn non-consensual very quickly uh, if it gets violent or you don't, you know, uh, agree to be videotaped and some of these other things. So no one's defending any of that behavior. If it's true. If, it, if it's you true, know, right? It's he no, said, no, no. she of said. You, know, you don't even uh, know. 100%. I mean, Dave Portnoy came out, in a, as I said, in a, completely 100%, nothing inappropriate, nothing, none of the women complained, like, were, were said anything, no issues, communication after the fact, yada, yada, yada. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it was a big story uh, midweek. Continues to be. Uh, they had, you know, because of course, Dave and the Stoolies are now trying to cancel Business Insider. And, uh, you know, they're they're going after them, going after the writers. And of course, a lot of people are saying, oh, this proves, look at Dave, he's an asshole. And it's like... I will, I will say, if it's true, or if there is anything true like this with a Portnoy type, you know, you, you, you do want reporters to be able to not be afraid to publish these stories because somehow they're going to get attacked by the hundred million followers of Barstool. So, you you know, you got to balance that there. Right. Um, But this seems a little, 
Yeah, it it seems it seems too suspect on inside business insiders' part. Oh, by the way, did we mention? Oh, yeah, they put it behind a paywall. You had to pay for. Yeah, I think you mentioned that. So a little little fishy here. L- little targeted. Fishy. Little questionable. I mean, they came out with a statement. They stand by their story. You know. Did you see this too? Dave put on his. Dave had asked um, the the head editor. The you know this. Um, I think it's his name is. Um, oh God, what's the guy's name? The uh, Blodgett or. Um, the guy who's banned, Henry Blodgett, yeah. So Dave had reached out to all these guys to say, hey, be on my show, you can record, you know, for you can record, you can publish, it will be as fair as possible. And of course they all decline. And I just yeah. think that's so like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like if you stand by your journalism, go on his show and be like, yeah. we, we got these women, they're terrified of you. You, you know, you are, you have predatory behavior. I mean, I just think that they, they, lots of times now we're seeing people for clickbait do these hit pieces and they can't stand by them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, there was no alleged rape. There was no alleged sexual assault. Uh, certainly you can make the case that it, you know, if true, went across the line, all that stuff. I, you know, look, I said, it, I said this on my it TikTok. Seems like, it seems like Portnoy is going to survive this. Oh, he'll do even better. I mean, look, ultimately, if Dave is a horrible person, like at some point, like shit will hit the fan. But I mean, I, I think the headline should just be like, women find out that man who built his brand on being an asshole is in fact an asshole. I mean, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what it should be. I mean, you know, it's like, I don't know, people are kind of surprised that, you know, he's 44 years old and you're 20 and he flew you out, wanted to have sex with you and then kicked you out. I mean, yeah. uh, I don't know. Shock, it's like, shocking, right? right. Shock. I mean, you know, you shouldn't be surprised. I don't know, but these women are, I think they're surprised yeah, I when did this see a bunch of, um, tweets from from people with blue check marks saying oh this is what happens when you have sex with teenagers i'm like well none of these women were teenagers no. they were all legal yes you much younger than dave portnoy but there's nothing illegal about that you're right they flew out there you know willingly so uh i know crazy story Okay, wait. I want to I want to talk another pop culture story, and then if you have any yeah. um, rapid fire thoughts on sports, Chris. Well, we Pratt. do have to touch on the. Well, before you get to Chris okay. Pratt, we have to obviously tragedy in Astro Land with Travis Scott. Oh, concert. Astro World. Yeah, that's cra- that's another crazy story. You think he'll be held? You know, he's already being sued. So is Drake. Uh, he's been found well, guilty. Everyone's in the- going to be sued. Live Nation's being sued. The venue's being sued. The performers are as they be should. Sued. Yeah. You know, there's there's some TMZ has done a great job on the story about how they showed video of like six, seven security people, fans climbing onto the stage or the stairs of the stage saying you have to stop. He kept performing for about 90 minutes, they say, just thinking that maybe one or two people passed out. There was an ambulance in the crowd. He kept performing. Wouldn't stop. Uh, You know, it was crazy loud you know people do pass out at concerts you know so i'm not blaming him for the incident could he have stopped and maybe paid attention a little bit more to what was going on and people are trying to tell him probably uh but what a tragedy eight dead uh crushed uh up you know close to the stage um but apparently this is not the first time this happened at this venue 
or they've had other incidents similar to this. And apparently, allegedly, they were actually using a, a previous concert that had something similar, certainly not eight dead or even anyone died, but people I think were hurt to promote how fun it is. Uh, so ah, stay tuned on this. I think, I think unfortunately eight people are died, so the money's not going to bring them back, but I do think there's going to be some significant Travis Scott has come out with a very, uh, very, you know, direct statement, you know, condolences. He's going to be paying for the funerals for all eight. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. It, I think the. Uh, I hope things do change. Did you see? I mean, I guess what was so shocking is hundreds of of kids or people had had breached a fence earlier in the day, ran yeah. through security checkpoints. I mean, they even had security or police officers on horseback trying to stop them, and these kids just like plowed through. Yeah. They didn't have tickets, and it's like, wait a minute. I mean. I don't know. I guess for me, why didn't they stop things right yeah. then? But, you know, I, so money, I think the like venue, they, I think the venue is going to pay. I think Live Nation is going to pay. Uh, apparently, I think um, I think one victim's 14 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I, I guess I was taken aback to like the lack of humanity. I don't know. I, and I know crowd mentality is like a whole different mentality because people just kind of get blinded by it. But you know, to hear people that were in it just say that people kept stomping over bodies. Yeah, well, I, you know, welcome to welcome to society. You know, it, to me, I also think those security people. There's video of two of them walking up to Travis Scott as it was happening. He pushed them away. They should have been more forceful. Like this concert stopping now. Like the venue should have pulled the plug on the music. There, there absolutely should have been more done to stop the concert when this happened. Well, and I guess we're finding out too, supposedly a lot of the security people, it was their first time ever working a big event. I mean, you know what I mean? There's always like the perfect storm of so many things that go wrong. Um, All right, well, let me know. What do you feel about this Chris Pratt story? Wasn't this another like craziness of of the woke mob or whatever? Chris Pratt, Post this loving early birthday tribute to his wife, essentially saying, hey, what a great life we have and, and what a beautiful, healthy daughter we have. Just the life that we have together. And this takes yeah, the on... Babe, a- the baby was recently born, correct? Yes. I think she's like four months old or something, yeah. five months old. And this takes on a whole thing. Anna Ferris. He thanked his wife for giving them a very healthy baby, a healthy daughter, I believe. Oh. Lord, this poor guy. And essentially people said, well, you're neglecting your son. When you who... say people, you mean, the, you mean the crazies on social media, but go ahead. Crazies. Oh, you're neglecting your son who was born prematurely at three and a half pounds and re- has required, you know, several surgeries and now is doing Not well. Not only neglecting, they said that he was purposely saying thank you for a healthy baby as a slight on Anna Ferris because she didn't give him what people perceive as a healthy baby. And poor Chris Pratt comes on and he goes, I, I've lost sleep over this. I had to go yeah. for it. I mean, what I mean, his is son, wrong I believe with people? Son, I believe his son with Anna Ferris was born, I believe in 2016, not 100% on that, uh, had um, some some medical issues and I believe lives with a heart condition, um, was born, I believe, nine weeks premature. Uh, so... Just crazy, though, right? Like Crazy. So since when can't you say thank you for my healthy daughter without it being slight? On That's like saying, hey, good job. You look great. You lost some weight. 
that doesn't mean you're making fun of all the people who haven't lost weight. Like, where where are we, Sarah? Like, it's crazy right now. Like, and then they have to come out and apologize and talk about it. And uh, like, well, <sighs> I I wouldn't talk about it. I would just, I mean, I just think. Uh, I think we've always been like that. I think people have always been like that. It's just, it's never been so direct. You know, years ago, people would write about it in a, you know, in the newspaper I or whatever. Yes, but I don't know. People are so, I don't mean. Oh, people I, are mean now. No, they're, they're much meaner. I think. Well, yeah, because you don't mean- have to say it to somebody's face. That's Correct. all. Yeah. Are you, who's going to walk up to Chris Platt? Pratt and say this. Nobody. No. I love the story the of Lance Armstrong, the, you know, a, a convicted cheater. Really, yeah. You know, he said it was five years before someone ever in public said anything to him about, hey, you were you were a cheater and a fraud. Yeah. Five years. People never, they won't say it to your face. But online, no. of course, he's been destroyed. I would ignore it. I would ignore it. Who cares? You don't... It, Anyway, um, what else? You uh, want to leave with anything? Any sports stuff? Um, Washington football team. How are we doing? I've given up watching. I, I don't watch. I don't care. I, well, a, I don't care. B, you know, I don't believe the NFL, as requested, turned over a lot of the documents they were looking for. We'll see where this goes. I think the NFL is going to stall, 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 stall on this. Okay. Uh, so you know, we'll see where that goes. Um, I, yeah, no, I think that's it. I think we... Uh, we covered it all. We've mentioned it all. Well, I don't know about all, but a lot of it. <laughs> what do you think about uh, Facebook, Meta? Come on. I don't know. They say that he's posed to, like, you know, get into crypto and kind of virtual reality. I get... Metaverse? You know, he's a smart guy, I think, or at least he's great at stealing <laughs> other people's it. ideas. He's certainly... Yeah, one or, or One both, or the other. Right? So Two. it might work. I mean, to me, to be honest with you, I've given up. I, I'm kind of done on Facebook and Instagram. I've, I've yeah, migrated I, to TikTok. I, I don't I, care. I don't. My visits to Facebook are few and far between now. It's uh, toxic. People love to I just mean, talk Instagram about. Instagram seems like a better platform for, for me, at least. I don't see the negativity on it. I don't see the algorithms in terms of the actual story content or the political nature as much on Instagram, certainly for you know the older crowd that I follow. Uh, I do like Twitter only just from an informational standpoint. I yeah. hate the I hate the, the 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 anger on it and 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 you know you know um, woke you know, mom as you say Twitter's not real. It's not. You cannot. Don't fall for it. Yeah, don't. It's a couple people with a with the microphone, and they they want to dictate how you think. Yeah, and a lot of bots and yeah, yeah. But it it is a good informational source. I mean, you have to be smart about who you're following and where you're getting the sources from. But in terms of a quick, you know, I like I use it like I put in a topic, you know, and or something happens, you know, even if you're watching a show and you're like. You know, who's this person? So I was watching the third episode of or fourth episode of Succession last night. And um, Adrian Brody or Adam Brody, like what's his name? The actor Brody. I don't uh, watch the show. I mean, uh, sorry. He's in the show and it's a good scene. And so, you know, I, I just I just like put in the name of his character in Succession and you see all this cool stuff come up. Right. 
you know, why he's in the show and who's his character. So I use it for those types of things as well. And it's actually a good resource there. But outside the, the, the negativity, it's it's tough. It's tough. Okay. I agree. I agree with all that. Um, all right, Patrick, we got to go. What, where can go. people follow you? Patrick, GM, Fox 5 DC. All right. Well, and Sarah, I need to see you in this facility I, soon. I got to come in. I will come in. I, I will be there. I will come be there. see it. I got to see the key card. I really want I'll, the podcast I'll, studio to be done so we can okay, record our show. Is, and I'll, I'll buy you one of our free coffees. Oh, <laughs> I, I'm not coming in unless you're paying for my parking. What's up with that? Are we, you know, what's the deal with you? Now you got to go? Okay. Well, I can hear you. Bye. <laughs>